0: Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 414, and today I am excited because I'm going to share with you a brand update, our brand update, and I'm going to share with you how we sold 180 units, $3,697.44 in one day, in 24 hours, get this though, with no promotions, and I'm going to share with you exactly how this happened. We didn't even actually hundred percent plan for this to happen, but it goes to show you the power of an email list and a list in general. But I'm going to share with you exactly how this kind of all unfolded. Also some big takeaways and also what we're going to be focusing more on now, because this kind of, again, woke us up and said, holy crap, we should probably pay attention to this a little bit more and focus a little bit more of our energy here. So if that sounds cool, well, you're going to be excited for this episode. Now, if you want the show notes, the transcripts, all of that stuff, you can head over to the forward slash 414 and everything will be listed there. Uh, the other thing that I want to give you as a resource, a free resource today is uh, really about building your own email list because what I'm about to share with you is a result of having your own email list, period. If we didn't have that email list, we would not have been able to do this. And uh, or at least it would have been harder, and this opportunity may not have happened the way that it happened. All right. And it'll make a lot more sense as I get as I get going here. But building a list is huge, and you guys have been hearing me talk a lot more about that. And uh, I wanted to again give you that resource, the amazingseller.com forward slash build list. Free resource, no strings attached. It shows exactly how we've built lists in different markets and how you can do the same. And then from there, you can start to use some of these strategies that I'm going to be really uncovering here inside of this episode and probably more in the future because we're just getting started. Like there's a lot, a lot that we're going to be doing here and uh, you know, even after just this update and, and kind of these numbers really just kind of blew us away. So again, just understand that. Like we sold 180 units and our average selling price was $21.50 across the brand. All right. This brand is brand new. I say less than a year old. It's about six months old. And everything that I'm sharing with you is the exact play-by-play. It's the exact thing that we're doing. There's no like secret sauce that we're, you know, a lot lot of people say, Scott, but what do you really talk about? Like with Chris Schaefer uh, behind the scenes, like what do you guys really, what's your big secret? Like this is it. Like I'm going to give you guys the secret right here today as far as like how we sold 180 units. All right. So again, just to kind of let this all sink in, we are going to be really covering exactly how this all unfolded. Let me get started by sharing a story with you, all right? We ran out of stock with this one unit, okay? This one unit we launched, and again, I talk a lot about, I gave you guys another update in the past. I'll link up to that in the show notes so you guys have access to that rather than throwing more links at you right now. But really, the backstory is with this brand, we have been launching products pretty aggressively for the past six months, and I think right now, as we speak, I think we have about eight eight or nine SKUs if you count the variations. Now, out of those eight or nine SKUs, not every one is a home run. Actually, most of them are not home runs. Uh, some of them are just base hits. Uh, and some of them aren't even base hits. Some of them, we're gonna just sell through the inventory and then just discontinue them because they're not doing what we want them to do or they're just, the margins aren't there in comparison to the other products that we could take more of our capital and invest more in those. And perfect example is this product that we launched that we had 1,500 units and uh, we sold out of those 1,500 units really, really quickly. Within a month, we sold through those without any major promotions, like just maybe a couple of little announcements on our email list and that was really it. Very little pay-per-click on this product as well, very little but we started ranking and um, it started to resonate with our market. So, you know, it started to work, but the backstory is this. We ran out of inventory. We've been out of inventory for five weeks, five weeks. And I get a lot of people that say, Scott, well, what do you do when you run out of inventory? Like how do you get the ball rolling again? How do you get ranked again? And we actually had a conversation with Dom Sugar not that long ago. And he was saying like, you know, if you just kind of like let, let's say for example, you run out of inventory and you're selling 10 units a day. Let's just make it easy. You're selling 10 units a day and you run out of inventory. You're out of inventory for five weeks. You're going to start, you're just going to lose all your momentum. Everything's gone. If all you do is just, you know, add your inventory back, you, you restock and you just let it sit there. You don't really run any pay-per-click or anything. It's going to take several weeks before you're going to start to get any traction if you get any traction at all. So then generally you want to start your pay-per-click to really start to kind of get eyeballs again and to kind of get back where you were because Amazon does have a memory, right? I mean, it does have history and that's why we always like to go out on a bang. We don't want to slow our inventory too much because we want to go out with a high conversion rate. So this way here, Amazon will see that we're back in stock and says that thing was selling really well. We should probably put them back to where they were because people loved it, okay? It makes sense. It's pretty simple to think about it that way. But we were out for five weeks. And let me just kind of give you a little bit of a backstory on that. It was painful because we ran out of inventory. Our last 244 units we sold on that one in like a day, day and a half. I forget what the exact number was. I think it was a day. Sold it out. And something very similar happened to what just happened here with these 180 units that we sold in a day. Okay. And what happened was our our product was selling really well. We were getting it to about 20 to 25 units a day, which we, again, were following the 10 by 10 by one strategy. And if you guys are brand new to the podcast, the 10 by 10 by one is really finding a product that can sell 10 units a day. It can do $10 profit and you can do that with one product. So 10 by 10 by one, that's what that means. So that's all we were shooting for. Well, we got it to about 20 to 25 units a day and we weren't even running any pay-per-click at that point. Okay, I mean, we, we dialed it up in the beginning, we did all the normal stuff, we emailed our list, we sold through about 100, 150, you know, over the course of like three or four days, we did some Facebook posts uh, in our group, and, you know, it, it started to pick up some, you know, started get, getting some steam. So, uh, we just let it set there at the 20 to 25 a day, and things were cool, okay, and then what happened was we got down to about 244 units. And I know that exact number because that's what, where we were. And uh, then all of a sudden, our, our uh, post, one of our posts that we had, uh, had put out there on our Facebook page had gotten shared. Okay. And then that got shared into a bigger Facebook page related to our market. And then all of a sudden, we sold through the 244 units. It was like instantly. So we were like, holy cow, like we didn't, we couldn't even stop it. Now, one thing that we did, okay, that I think is really important to understand here. And it's a big takeaway. This is a, this is a big nugget. This is a writer downer or, uh, you know, remember this or go back and, and get the show notes to this because this is a big one. What we did is we added to our post a link that we could swap out. Okay, So this way here, if we ever do run out of inventory, we can always replace that with where you know another link to another product or to an email list capture page, which that's what we did. But we wanted to be able to control that, that particular link. So what this means is now that we ran out of inventory, we could swap that link out to go to a landing page or a email capture page, whatever you want to call it. Where people could go there and go, oh, sorry, uh, we ran out of inventory. Um, If you'd like to be notified when we get back in stock, enter your name and email address and we'll let you know. And we did that. And we swapped out that link. They call that a pretty link too in the WordPress world. uh, They call that a pretty link. You could probably use just a Google shortener or a Bitly link or any of that stuff. Uh, But we like to use our own link. So it would be like theamazingseller.com forward slash 414. That brings you to the show notes. That's just a redirect to that big, long, you know, link. But I can change out that to go anywhere I want. It's the same thing here, okay? So what we did is we swapped that link out. The minute we ran out of inventory, because we had that, we swapped it out with a pretty link, or or we swapped our pretty link out with another link that went to a capture page to say, sorry, we ran out of inventory. If you want to be notified, put your name and email address here, we'll notify you. We got 200 people, 200 people that said, yes, I want to know when this is back in stock because I want one. Okay, now that doesn't mean everyone's gonna buy them. A lot of people say, oh, wow, you got 200. That means you're gonna sell 200. No, that doesn't mean that. Usually 10% of those would be good. We'd be happy with selling 10, um, but at least we know we got 200 people that raised their hand that are interested. Uh, now, there's other things we could do with those email lists or those email uh, addresses too. We can send them to our content now because we know that they're interested in our products and all of that stuff. We can do Facebook ad targeting to those, but that's a whole nother conversation. But we have 200 emails on top of our regular email list. So when we get back in stock, guess what we're going to do? We're going to email those people, right? I mean, it's a no-brainer. We didn't pay for those emails, right? We didn't pay to advertise. We just had a link that was embedded into our Facebook post that got shared, and then we were able to swap out that link. So that's why I would say never directly link to your product. Now, if someone shares your product page just because they do, then they do. There's nothing you can do about that. Okay, But if you, whenever you publish stuff on your Facebook page or on your blog or on your website, if you have a way that you can swap out that link with another redirect, that's where you can control the power of where that link goes. And depending on if you want to send them directly to the offer or if you want to send them to a pre-qualification page, this way here, you don't hurt your conversion rate either. But for us, it worked out because we built another little mini email list of people that said, I want this product. Like, think about the power of that. Like, I want this product. Like, so that's a writer downer guys. Whenever you're creating content for your Facebook pages, your groups, whatever, always use a link that you can redirect. I don't really care where you create that or how you create that. I use uh, a little free plugin for WordPress called pretty link. It's free. There's a paid version. I use the free version. That's all I need it for. It gives me stats and all that stuff too. But I can easily uh, switch that link out very, very quickly, okay? So that's a big takeaway. And that's not even really what I wanted to discuss here today, but you guys can see that's a big one, big, 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 okay? Now, we had some shipping issues. We were supposed to be back in stock in two weeks, okay? And that was killing us. We're like, oh my gosh. And we looked at our numbers and we're like, oh my gosh, Amazon gives you this little report of how much money. You technically lost since you've been out of inventory. Cause if you had stock at the rate you were selling, you would have, you would have made this much. And you know, maybe that's not all hundred percent true, but it's, it, it just, it gives you an idea that if you were in stock, there's a chance you could have been, ma- you could have been making that kind of money. Well, it said like $27,000 is what we lost, you know? And we're like, Oh my gosh, like this is killing us. Right? So two weeks goes by, we're supposed to have our inventory landed. My partner calls, says, yep, it's going to be here. And, uh, nope it got hung up and we didn't know where it was hung up. So another week goes by, figured out that, or, you know, our freight forwarder figured out that it was sent to Canada for some reason. I don't know if it was like they wanted to go through customs there or what. I don't know why. Still don't know why to this day. Okay. But it got shipped there. Nothing we can do about it. Well, now it gets tied up in customs there for like three, four days. Well, finally it gets released and then now it's in transit to kind of go to its final destination which will be in our warehouse. And guess what? 3 4 days go by, 5 days go by. Finally get a hold of our freight forwarder, they can't find the shipment. It can't be tracked. <laughs> so now what? Well, we're frustrated and you know, feeling a little bit discouraged and we're thinking about all the sales we're losing. This is one of our better products right now that's got some momentum. It was giving us a nice cash flow. Now, we're not pulling any money out of this brand right now. We're taking all that money and rolling it back into product. That's kind of like our, I would say our first 12-month strategy really is we're not really needing to pull anything and we just want to keep rolling it back in. Uh, We'll see how we do after fourth quarter and we'll kind of reevaluate that. But that's where we're at right now because we want to just keep building up momentum. Well, that cash flow is not coming in now. And we've got other products that we want to source and we're kind of counting on that money. To help us fund that. It's not coming in. So we're frustrated. So I share this with you because, you know, not everything is peachy. Not everything is perfect and it's not going to be. It's okay. All right. And it's funny. My partner texted me all in a frantic and, uh, you know, just kind of like just stressing out, losing sleep. I'm like, listen, take a deep breath. It's exactly what I said. I said, take a deep breath. Relax. Okay. We're going to get through this. You've done all you can do up to this point, and now we have to wait for an answer. And then, you know, in another day or two, you you reach out again. You just kind of go through the process. This is the process. Guess what else we learned? We're probably not going to use this freight forwarder again. And I think what we did here is we used our manufacturer's freight forwarder. We didn't even use our independent one, okay? So we learned something. Again, I always go back to learning a lesson. We learned a lesson, okay? We learned a big lesson. Always think about taking a struggle, or a frustration, and turning that into a lesson. There's always a lesson there, okay? So uh, just a little side note there for you, okay? So finally, finally, we receive our new inventory. It's in our warehouse. We still did not directly ship that to Amazon on this load. This was a 1,500-unit load, and the reason why we did that is because we didn't want any hiccups. We didn't want to run into any snags. We ended up running into snags, but we just didn't want any other additional ones because If it went in directly to Amazon, we could have had another issue there. So we did it that way. In this next order, we got 3,000 units coming. We We may split that one up and do partial shipping direct and then partial to our warehouse. But anyway, we finally received it. We got 500 units in route. And you guys know that when you ship product in... And Amazon starts to check it in, even though they're checking it in and they're probably distributing it amongst other warehouses in, you know, in their network, it's going to be hung up for another four or five days, you know, but it says that it's being checked in. When it does that, it'll give you a projected order date. So, or a receiving date for the customer. So the customer can pre-order in a sense, because Amazon knows we received it, we have it, so we're, we, we're willing to sell this thing, but it's not going to be in stock until a certain date, like three days from now, because they know it's going to take that long to get it to their other warehouse to get it checked in. But they can still, you know, keep people can still keep buying it. So technically we're live. Technically we're live. And you would say, well, some people aren't going to buy it because they're going to have to wait for it. And that's not true. They're going to buy it, especially if they want that product. Okay. So we, uh, we basically are live now. Okay. And in the meantime of all of this, Craziness that had been happening when we were expecting to get it back in stock within a week, um, we were starting to post that and mentioning that on our Facebook page. Now our Facebook page is not huge, under ten thousand at this point. We're looking to double that or quadruple that here by the first of the year, which is a pretty hefty goal, but that's what we're going for because again, you guys will see here in a minute why we're so uh, we're so fired up about this uh, as far as like you know Facebook pages, groups, and your email list. Combined, that's a huge a huge bonus for a lot of uh, businesses out there. But our relaunch strategy has really just been mentioning it on our Facebook page, okay? And then from there, we were planning to send that out to uh, 200 people. We were going to email 200 people, the 200 people that we were able to get them to raise their hand and say, yes, I want to be notified. We were going to send it out to those people. All right, and we were we were planning to do a small discount to our email list of ten thousand people that we currently have on that email list for this market. Okay, that was the relaunch strategy. That's what we had down on paper. Well, we we mentioned that we were going to be back in stock at a certain date. Before we even had time to email our two hundred people, someone in our group, also on our email list, we found that out later had posted that we were going to be back in stock on another page, okay? Now, a couple of things to understand here. If we didn't build that email list, we wouldn't have had that person on our Facebook page because I would say probably 90% of the people that come over to our Facebook page are part of our email list and that's because we tell them to go over there, okay? So again, you can see, we want to be able to touch these people in multiple places. Email list, Facebook page, Facebook group, Instagram, wherever, right? Right now, ours is email and Facebook. Like those are the two. But they actually shared this and we started to get sales, all right? So one of our Facebook uh, fans shared this on another popular group inside of our community, inside of our market, saying that, hey, these guys ran out of stock before. You better get on this if you want it. Now, the other interesting thing that we found out is the person that shared it is also uh, a little bit of a blogger. So because of that, they know that they can share that link and they can have an affiliate link attached to that. Now, they use their own link. So the downfall to that is we have no way to control the traffic. You know, if we run out of inventory on that link again, it's going to go directly to Amazon and that's, you know, that's not good. We don't want that, but... In this case, we really don't care because they shared it for us and they did the work. But the important thing to understand here is this person understands that they can make money as well by promoting our product through Amazon and we won't pay anything extra. Amazon pays them a small percentage and they know from the last time that it ran out that it ran out so fast that they know if they post it again, they're probably going to get a whole bunch of sales and guess what they did. They got another 144 sales. I don't know if they all came from that one person, but they probably got a hundred sales through that link. And guess what? They got paid by Amazon, not us. And here's the other interesting thing. We didn't even discount the product. We didn't even discount it. And, and the other thing to know is we are the most expensive in our category right now. The most expensive by almost three times. Why can we do that? Because we have a little bit of a a different product, We've, we've identified a couple of things that people wanted that the others don't have. We also have someone that's a face to our brand, someone that people trust. We also demo it. We also show how to use it. We also show tips. We do all of that stuff. So because of that, if you wrap that stuff all around it, it becomes even more powerful. So here's what happened. By 12 PM that day that it was shared, we had sold 70 units. And then from there, I kept refreshing. I couldn't believe it. I actually emailed Chris Schaefer and I go, Chris, did you send out that email? And he says, no, I haven't set it, sent it out yet. I'm getting ready to queue it up. I'm waiting for the coupon coupon code to go live. And I go, wait a minute, hold off on the coupon code. There's no reason to. We don't have to give any discount now. So he killed it. And then we just emailed. we did end up emailing our list of 200. And I think he reported back. I think we sold 12 from that list, maybe 12 or 15 which is still great. And we ended up selling for that one day in 24 hours, 144 units from that one product. Total across the brand, we did over 180 that day. And it was actually one of those days that's generally slower for us if you look at the brand across the board. But we were able to add Um, additional sales, I believe too, to that day. That's normally a little bit slow because people were coming there. They were also then seeing some of our other products, or maybe they seen down below the, the price where we have a promotion that, you know, buy one of these, get a discount on these kind of thing. All right. But 144 units in 24 hours. Now here's the other thing that post that was shared inside of that bigger group got pulled about three hours later. So if you really want to get technical, a hundred of those sales, probably a hundred of those sales, 110 of those sales came because it was shared in, in a group that was posted for three hours, just three hours. So what can we say about Facebook pages and groups? They work. If the market has a group that supports that market and you put product out there that is directly related It can do really, really well. Okay. So understand the power of not just, you know, throwing something out there to a review group, right? Or a group of deals that, that to me, that doesn't even compare. Okay. That doesn't even compare because we have people that are going to come back. They're going to be repeat buyers. They're going to buy other stuff that we have. We know who they are. We know what they like. We know what posts resonate with those people. All right. So again, that is everything that we did in a nutshell. And again, we still haven't even fully uh, promoted it. Like, we haven't even actively, we didn't even email our full list yet. We're kind of like a little bit thinking that we don't want to get a ton more. So, we probably won't even do like a huge discount. We may just say, hey, we're back in stock because we don't want to run out of inventory again. We only have 1,500 units. We've got 3,000 units coming on the back end. We've got another 3,000 that are, should be here in about 30 days. That's going to be for the fourth quarter. But again, you know, we got to kind of look at this and go, okay, is this just uh, something that happened this one time? Or are we going to consistently sell 30, 40, 50 a day now? And it's not even fourth quarter. I mean, we're thinking to ourselves in fourth quarter, generally, we're going to get two, three X what we're currently doing. So we have to now start looking at our inventory. And this is stuff that you're going to have to consider. And it's kind of hard to do because you you can't, you can't really predict. All right. So I wanted to give you guys some big takeaways here okay some of the big takeaways that we are looking at now from what just happened. Number one, the power of a list. If that's not if that's not proof for you uh, to see the power of the list, I don't know what what else I can share with you, that would prove to you the power of a list is so so important. okay? And that doesn't matter if it's your list, if it's someone else's list, if it's an Instagram, page that gets a ton of engagement. If it's a YouTube channel that gets a ton of engagement, I don't care what it is. That's still a list. Okay. But it's directly related to your market. Okay. So number one, the power of a list, our big, big focus is building our list even bigger. Okay. And even just more targeted. Number two, the power of a Facebook page or group or both. When you get a group of people that are all surrounding each other, and, and, you know, connecting with each other on a certain topic or a certain market and you put something out there that's related to what they're into and people like it. And then you get people saying, I love mine or my, I, I love using mine this way. Or I've, you know, I've taken it on trips or whatever, right? If you get that stuff, you're going to start to get more engagement Then it gets, you know, people to see it. You get people to want it. It's like that social element piece that's built in there that you don't even have to do. So that's the power of Facebook pages and groups, okay? Number three, one subscriber can get you exposure by sharing. And we, again, this is a takeaway for you, but it's a takeaway for us as well. Like a lot of times people look at, okay, what's the ROI? What's the return on investment for for going out there and advertising to get email, you know, uh, people on my email list or people to like my page or my group? Like what's the ROI, and a lot of people will say, I want to see that I spent a dollar, I made two. Like that's the general thing. We all would want to do that. But I I look at it differently. And this is a perfect example of this. This one person that shared that, you know, they've probably bought one themselves, but now they like it. And now they're a blogger and now they're sharing it and now they're they're helping to promote it. Yes, they're making some money on the back end. Not much, by the way. They're making like four or five percent from Amazon. Not us. Again, they're Amazon's paying them as an affiliate. They're an associate of theirs in sense, and you can be too. You can, you can sell uh, other people's products, uh, you know, through Amazon's affiliate program. Okay. You don't get paid much, but you can, but at least it's a little bit of an incentive for this person. But this one subscriber helped make this all happen. So again, don't just look at the number of what that subscriber or that buyer or that person in your community bought with money. Think about what they can do to help you reach more people in your market, okay? Focus on that and understanding that is a game changer because then you're not just focused on, well, this one person, they bought something for me or or from me and I made money. No, how much business did they bring to you over the course of the time that they are part of your group or your community? That's what you need to be looking at, okay? So that's a big one. And then the fourth thing is, and this is a big take takeaway for us, is focusing on building that email list and Facebook community for our brand. Like we just had like a, a little internal meeting uh, just uh, yesterday, no, day before yesterday. And we just said, listen, we got to double down on this. Like this is proof again that our group is small. It's doing well. But the group that it gets shared in is doing even better. We got to create, we got to replicate that. We got to make our group that big with that engagement. And that's got to be our focus. Because if you do, guess what? It's, it's a no brainer. You just put the stuff up there and it's going to sell. Okay. So again, that's the power. That's the leverage of having your own email list, your own Facebook page, your own Instagram, whatever it is. I don't say do them all either. I say go where your market is and then start building that platform and that group and that community, okay? Now, I'm gonna give you an example here. Before I jumped on to do this podcast, I wanted to give you an idea, because a lot of people say like, well, like Scott, how do you get more people to see your page and how do you get people to engage with it and all that stuff? And we're playing around with doing these like little roundup posts, all right? Where you actually go out there and you find like, you know, five or seven or 10 things that's related to your market that would get shared. Okay, and that will help get people to see it because when people share it, guess what? Other people see it, and then they see it, and then they want to share it, and it just keeps going. It's and that can, that can turn a post and it can make it go viral. So it was funny. I was doing this cut. You guys hear me talk about the fishing market quite a bit. I stumbled on this brand. They're they're doing a great job, and here's how I found this particular uh, you know post. I I went on there and I said. Um, uh, the be, or I think it was the 10 best fishing, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I think that's all I put in there. The Ten, The top 10 bass fishing, uh, and then I seen what came up. And it came up seven bass lures that that you can rely on year round, okay? So seven bass lures that you can rely on year round. That was the title, okay? And that was first in Google. So number one, it'll rank in Google too. If you do a blog post, on your website, Google will find that. And especially if it gets engagement, it'll get ranked. So I found it, I went on it, I looked at it, and all it is is seven, exactly what it says. It gives you seven of them. It talks a little bit about each one of them and also has links inside of there that goes either to other posts on their site or it goes to a product outside of that. But I also found out what they are, uh, what what their monetization is on this, and I'll share that with you here in a second. I went then on their, on that post, which brought me to their, their blog post where again, it's seven bass lures that you can rely on year round. So if I'm a fisherman, I want to look at that because I want year round lures and I want to see what, uh, you know, what this is because I'm interested in it. Right. So I went there and I seen that they have an Instagram. So I go, okay, I'm going to click on their Instagram. Well, the name of their website is mystery tackle box. I love this idea too, by the way. Um, a lot of people are doing this now where you have like a box that comes in the mail. My son actually came to me with uh, with this business idea uh, because uh, someone else is doing it and he thought it was a great idea. It's where uh, you can have a box of stuff shipped to your house. It's like a mystery box every single month and it can be in any market. Uh, for example, uh, for him, it was like you get like an outfit. So you get like a, a shirt a pair of pants, maybe a belt and a pair of sneakers. And it all comes in. It might be like, I don't know, 97 bucks a month or 197 bucks a month or something like that. And this is like, you know, usually high end stuff like sneakers and, uh, you know, the belt and the shirt and everything, but everything ties together. So all you got to do is just you're, you're on a subscription. And then from there, it they'll send it to you every single month. And, uh, and then you have the option to either keep it or not. And, uh, And then, then from there, you know, you can, uh, you know, you can, you can wear the stuff and look cool and then, you know, post it and then share it and all that fun stuff. Right. But this is in the fishing industry. So I'm like, oh, this is a cool idea. So it's called mystery tackle box. So every month, um, if you subscribe to this, uh, you will get a mystery tackle box. Okay. You'll get different stuff that you can put in your tackle box every single month. And you get to try out new lures. You get to try out new, maybe fishing line or whatever. I I don't know what's hundred percent included, but you get the idea. Instagram, they have 286,000 followers. And here's the cool thing is on their posts, they're getting between 8,000 and 12,000, 15,000 likes in a really, really, you know, uh, short amount of time. So I I looked at one that was posted a day ago and had 8,000 likes. That's how I see if a page has engagement, by the way, if you're going to go out there and look for an Instagram page to see how many, um, you know, how many likes they're getting in a certain amount of time, that's how you're going to determine if if the page has got engagement. If you have, if you've seen this page at 286,000 followers and they had like, you know, 60 people like it in the matter of, uh, you know, I don't know, a day, well, it's not getting really a good, good amount of engagement. 8,000 is pretty good for social media. Okay. Now, um, so I found that. Okay, so now I'm starting to drill in a little bit. Like, oh, okay, they got a YouTube channel. So I go on the YouTube channel, and they've got 68,000 subscribers, okay? And in one week, I, I always look at this too on a YouTube channel. I look in like one week, um, they posted a video, what were the views? And I think it was between six and 8,000 views. Pretty good, okay? So they've got a pretty, a pretty good uh, YouTube channel, okay? And then I went over to Facebook, they've got a Facebook page, and they've got 523,000 followers. So think about what they're doing here. They're putting out a post and the title of it is seven bass lures that you can rely on year round, grab the attention of the market, brought them over to a blog post. Now they can go over to my Instagram. They can go over to my YouTube. They can go over to my Facebook and they can start to really get themselves rooted inside of the brand. And then guess what? Everything leads back to mystery tackle box, their subscription service, right? So they post on a regular basis, on these different channels, these different platforms, they also have a subscribe button on their website, so they're probably building an email list, and I'll probably subscribe to that, and I'll probably go ahead and and kind of see exactly what they're doing marketing wise. Um, but I think this is a great thing to model. Okay, not necessarily you got to go build a you know, mystery box of some kind monthly, which is a great idea. But uh, you know, this is something that you can you can see exactly how everything is leading back to the offer or their products. Okay, so again, it all came because we seen that they posted this blog post, seven bass lures that you can rely on year round. And then from there, it led me through their brand and their journey. And I got value from it. And now um, I'm a fan. Okay, so that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to do stuff like that. Seven bass lures that you can rely on year round in our market, that type of post that will get shares, that will get likes. And then we're going to drive people to our Facebook page, build that up. And then from there, we'll be able to engage with those people. And we haven't even started our YouTube channel yet. Like again, we're not doing that yet, even though I know that we would do well there because our focus needs to be It needs to be tight. It needs to be on one or two platforms max. And right now we're building our own email list. I think that's first. And the second one is Facebook. I think that's the next one for us. Um, Well, it is because that's what we're doing. And then from there, we'll start to add probably YouTube and Instagram. Those will be the next. Um, But right now that's where we're at. All right. So this went a little bit longer than I expected, but I wanted to give you guys the play-by-play. I wanted to give you all the details. I wanted to let you guys know of, uh, you know, the hurdles that we had to jump and the hoops that we had to jump through as well, because it wasn't all smooth sailing. But things are doing pretty well right now. Uh, like I said, we ran out of uh, out of stock after July. Uh, July we had a great month. We did. Uh, I believe it was just over thirty-four thousand. Uh, I think it was. It was over thirty thousand. I know that for sure. And that was in a one month, and that's revenue, guys, not profit. Uh, but we are on this, especially on this one unit, we're about forty-eight percent margin on this. Crazy, awesome. Um, but uh, again, guys, just wanted to give you guys the play-by-play and uh, let you guys know that uh, you know I just I want you guys to see the value in building a list, building a Facebook page, group, whatever, and uh, and really being able to dominate your market uh, because then your competition on Amazon, people that are just thinking to themselves, I'm just going to launch a product on Amazon and let Amazon do all the work. You're going to have people like us that are doing this type of stuff that are putting in the work. It's going to make it a lot, a lot harder. Um, especially if you're getting into any bit of a competition or high competition market at all. Um, We, I think, are in a little bit of a medium. We're not in that high, but not low either. Um, And I think it's going to only get a little bit more aggressive, but we are way, way ahead of the game now because we have all of these things in place and we're building these things consistently. All right. So guys, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 414. Um, The resource that I mentioned for you to learn about building your own list, head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash build list and you'll find all of that there uh, and I will keep you posted on the next the next part, the next twist in, in this story of, uh, you know, this new brand that we're doing right now. I think fourth quarter is going to be crazy. So um, that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you and I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Say it with a little energy today. I'm fired up. Take